If you want to start a podcast, Spotify's got the platform that lets you make one smoothly, then distributes it everywhere, giving you the ability to even earn money all in one place, and it's called Spotify for Podcasters. They even let you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer, so no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today, and best of all, it's totally free with zero catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for podcasters, uploading, scheduling, and sharing on the road has been extremely easy. So if you've been thinking about starting one, give it a try. Download the Spotify for podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com podcasters to get started. And we have volunteer opportunities all over. And he's going through the list of all of the things that I can do and volunteer and my heart jumped at the idea of going to volunteer at this children's refuge center. Hello everyone and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Connected Through Spirit. On this week's episode we are with Chastity Wergler, the face behind DJ One Chain. Chastity has become like family to me. She is who has been housing me since I've been here in Orlando. She is a mother, a creatrix, and she started this event called Mommy and Me, which took place a few months ago, now getting ready for the next launch the day before Mother's Day. And so we wanted to come on here and put it on a platform give an opportunity to share uh, why it was created, who it's for, and what the intention is and what we can expect on this next event. Um, so thank you, Chas, for being all that you are and for creating this in the first place. I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> That's um. an insider. <laughs> You'll catch on eventually. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm just happy to be here. I heard that on a commercial and it has literally burned itself. And it's always the insurance commercials because they're always (laughs) so funny. But at the very end, it's like, I'm just happy to be here. And I love that life motto because Mm -hmm. no matter what's happening, it's like the best way to shift your energy. And yeah, right now that's the energy that I'm in. I'm just happy to be here. I'm honored to be here with you now on your Mm -hmm. podcast. Thank you for having me on. having you in my home has been such a blessing to me as well as my family Mm -hmm. and the soul food that you cook (laughs) has been amazing so yeah I'm I'm honored thank you Mm, thank you recipe book coming soon y'all so let's like dive into your background in not only the creation of the event but a little backstory on your adventure through the jungles of Guatemala and becoming a mom and how that led you to creating this event in the first place Mm, okay so that's a really juicy story (laughs) my first spiritual awakening or come to Jesus moment or however you want to (laughs) um preface it it started in 2012 I read this book called into the wind by Jake Ducey it talked about this island of healing powers and he Mm. left his life behind and met this person that changed his life and he became this enlightened just beam of light and 
his story captivated me. I was in a job that I love. Pe- I love the people. I was a hiring manager for an IT company. I love the people, and I loved what I did. I just the desk job going into an office. It's like my soul was just getting sucked out of me mm. every day. It was just very unfulfilling. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and on the weekends, you know, I would go out. I had done everything that society had told me to do. I got my degree. I went to college, got my degree, um, found a really good job. I was making really good money and I was so empty on Mm. the inside and I had everything that I was supposed to have, you know, supposed to quote unquote, you know, like based off of society and still empty. So I was looking online for ways that I could just start serving because I had gone on a mission trip to El Salvador when I was 16 with my preacher and his wife. Oh, wow. And that was still in my mind. I was like, I want to do something that feels my heart back up because I felt so depleted, like, you know, with where I was at in my life. I was, it was just like I needed something more. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, there has to be something more than just going out on the weekends, going to work during the week. And um, so, yeah, I, I went online and I found this website called workaway.info where you could volunteer anywhere in the world. And they covered your your stay and they would feed you and all you would have to pay for is your expenses to get there and you could offer you know your services like whatever you wanted to do you could volunteer on man they had everything orphanages all over the world you could volunteer on an organic farm in Costa Rica I mean you name it they had it on this website and so I wanted to test it out in the United States before I went, and I ended up volunteering for a lady in Tampa, and she invited me. It was interesting because in my mind, I had already decided to quit my job, sell all of my stuff, and go volunteer, Mm -hmm. but I didn't know where I was going to go yet, right? And I had gone to to volunteer for this lady in Tampa and she invited me to church with her and it was Pathways Community Church in Indian Rocks Beach and I didn't tell anyone about Guatemala and that was you know God talking to me because it was really beautiful that that night that I did go to church with her because she was like the the preacher he's not going to be there right now he's sick um, but you know, they, sh- it should still be a great service. And the preacher actually sh- ended up showing up and he was sick. He had an infection in his throat mm. and you could tell he, visually he was just not, you know, up to par, but he was on fire that night. He was really upset because there, the people in the church were questioning why, why they were, he was like, I, I am so tired of hearing all of you ask why we send mon- money to other places when we could use that money. Mm. This is why. And then he pulls up like this slideshow of Guatemala <laughs> and that they needed volunteers. Oh my God. I'm about to start crying. <laughs> no, I can't see it. I was just like, what? Like, what? And here I am walking on faith and then not I didn't say anything to anyone about the book or my intention to go to Guatemala 
and then that kind of fell in my lap. And then um, I had I had no intention on volunteering at a children's home because at that time I didn't want to get married and I didn't want to have kids. Mm. But God has other plans for us, right? So when we surrender and we walk on faith and we listen to those cues, it just so happened that I couldn't afford to go with the church, but there was another offering. When someone on my Facebook had realized that I was going to Guatemala by myself, they're like, are you crazy? You can't just go to Guatemala by yourself. It's so dangerous there. Let me put you in touch with my friend that I went to school with at Florida State University, whose family lives there, puts me in touch with him. He puts me in touch with his brother's girlfriend who goes to the same church that I go to in Orlando. Well, And her dad was going to be in town the following weekend. So we all have lunch. And he's like, yeah, I own a church in Guatemala City. And we have volunteer opportunities all over. And he's going through the list of all of the things that I can do and volunteer. And my heart jumped at the idea of going to volunteer at this children's refuge center. And yeah, that's how I ended up at a children's refuge center in Coban, Guatemala for an entire summer. I was there um, the summer of 2013 and that changed my life. Hmm. The children, there was a little girl, her name was Seda, Seda. (laughs) And I didn't speak that great of um, Spanish. So um, the kids taught me Spanish and they were super cute. They would like hold my face and then they would like talk really loud (laughs) (laughs) and like, you know, in Spanish and they would say it like really loud and like slow (laughs) so I could catch on. So I can speak Spanish now, but it's like a third, like it's like a three-year-old level. (laughs) (laughs) But there was, but Sarah was my, like she really touched um, my heart. I mean, they all did. They all were really special, but she would um, come to me in the mornings when I would be eating breakfast and she would touch my hair and she would look at my face and she would look at me like I was an angel. Mm. And just the light coming off of her was just so beautiful. I mean, all of the children, they were singing praises to God like every day. Like I was completely surrounded by angels. Mm-hmm. So I was submersed in this light and it was just the most life-changing experience and to anyone listening I really want to encourage you to if you have something on your heart do it even if it sounds crazy to everyone else around you because you what God tells you to do with your life it's not for anyone else to understand Mm. and you know everyone thought I was crazy by quitting my job selling all my stuff selling my car and just going to go volunteer and not knowing when I was going to come back They were like, you're like, what? You're not going to have insurance, like just projecting all of their fears onto me. But looking back, like that was one of the most transformative times in my life. And that was one of the best times in my life. One of the, one of the highlights of my life that I would never, you know, take back. So, Mm. um, yeah, that's that's what made me being in that energy made me want to become a mother. Mm. So, um after the summer was over, I ended up coming back to the United States. I got hired with Delta as a flight attendant, but it wasn't 
the training wasn't for six months. So I had to get another job in the meantime. And I ended up meeting my daughter's father, Mark. We ended up getting married and having Avery. And I mean, the, the timeline was just so expedited mm. and that was not even planned. <laughs> and to be honest, I didn't even think I could get pre pregnant, you know, but God made that possible. So I feel like she was such a blessing. She was a blessing from, you know, doing that. I feel like, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. So I became a mother and that, you know, comes with its challenges. And, and um, I went through a divorce with her dad and we were able to work through all of that. Now we are able to co-parent as best friends. He's one of my best friends. We have such a beautiful relationship, like friendship, and I wouldn't have chosen to co-parent with anyone else. Mm. So very grateful for where I'm at in my life and all the lessons that I've learned that's gotten me to this place. But becoming a mother, which was inspired by the children in the children's home, has been so healing for me especially because I had a pretty traumatic childhood mm -hmm. and coming from that to where I am now is why I'm such a protective mother of my daughter and why I, you know, I see the importance of creating sacred spaces like this healing event mm -hmm. for children to feel safe, feel protected and learn healthy ways of, of living their lives and having the tools to do so and be to be able to do that with your mother is just even better yeah wow hmm thank you yeah and you know like being here <clears throat> being in this house sharing space with you and with Avery has been so transformative like I've honestly gotten the pleasure and the honor to be around so many families and kids in the last like specifically year for me and just the amount of reflections that I also thank you for being able to hold that space right and like want to hear these reflections right because sometimes like getting an outside perspective is so it's, it's needed, you know, to, to really like look in and, and to reflect. And so just you having me here and me being able to witness and, and help in the process of like helping Avery with her homework and, and seeing like how she communicates, seeing how she responds, seeing, you know, what makes her emotional and all of that, like, I thank you for having such an open mind and an open heart for not just like having me in your home and being able to witness that, but to be able to also give you feedback to, to really like bounce off each other and, and learn from each other in ways to be better women mm. and mothers and you know everything that comes after that. So that takes a lot, I think, out of a parent to be able to accept and recognize and to want to be better it takes a lot for someone to want to be better and i think like once you have a child i would hope that as a person you would want and would have that drive to 
be a better person so you can be a better parent, be a better mother, be a better father. Right. You know, the energy that I was in when I felt really lost um, when I was in that job and I was supposedly I'd had it all. um, I remember going out one weekend and looking around and looking at someone who was a little bit older than me. And I was like, I don't want to be her. Mm. And if I'm going to be a mother one day, I need to start acting like one. Mm. (laughs) And I made some really quick changes and made some really heavy decisions. Now, everyone doesn't have to take those, you know, risks that big, right, out the gate. But there are small habits that we can start changing and implementing in our lives that put us in the energy of who we want to become yeah right and for me you know our children what i've learned with my daughter is she is my inner child outside of myself Mm -hmm. there have been moments where i'm literally looking at her and i'm looking at myself Mm. by what she shares back or reflects back to me and it's so beautiful and powerful because now i'm able to talk to my inner child And I'm literally, like, I'm going to give you an example. And this was really powerful for me Mm -hmm. because I sing. And that is how I connect to God, is through singing, through singing prayer. That's how I worship, right? So she is around music all the time. And she was singing in the tub one day. And she was like, I was like, oh, that's so beautiful. Like, I always encourage her Mm -hmm. um, and build her up with that. And she was like no, she's like, it didn't sound good on that one. And I said, no, it did. And she's like, well, she said, I'm, you know, I'm scared of singing in front of other people because what if they don't like, what if they don't like me? Mm -hmm. And I, that was such a big moment for me because I quit singing because one of my boyfriends criticized Mm. me. And I was just like, I'm never singing again in front of anyone. I never sang again in front of anyone. And I used to win competitions. I sang in front of thousands of people. Wow. And I let that shut me down. So fast forward, I'm talking to my daughter Mm -hmm. and I get to talk to myself, Mm -hmm. my inner child with that, with an answer to that question. So I said, it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks as long as what you're doing makes you happy. And I said, and if they don't like your singing, it's because they're not happy with themselves. (laughs) And I said, don't ever stop singing. It's beautiful. And it's healing for all of those who hear it. It's going to be meant for someone that's listening. Mm. Because our voice is a healing portal. Right. And that was very healing for me. And that's just like one example. Kids reflect for us. It's like looking them right in, in the eye and, and, and telling them what we wish we heard when we were younger. Becoming the parent that we, we needed yeah. or that we need. Right, 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 right. And parenting, reparenting ourselves. Yeah. Learning, you know, boundaries. No one had sat me down and taught me boundaries. We learn our boundaries from our parents, right? So... You know, we are moving through life and either, you know, you had a parent that was overstepping your boundaries, you didn't have a voice because mm-hmm. you it was their way or the highway. 
And then you had another parent who didn't have any boundaries. So you learned to be in that role. And so, you know, as we become more conscious and bring these things to our awareness, we're able to utilize tools like reading the book boundaries and implementing those in our lives, teaching our children that they don't have to hug anyone that they don't want to hug, that they don't have to like everyone that they meet, that they don't have to play with everyone that wants to play with them. It is okay for them to say no, Mm -hmm. and they don't have to feel bad about it. It is okay for them to have boundaries because without them, you open yourself up and you are susceptible to predators. Yeah. So learning boundaries changed my life. And that is one of the workshops that we implemented in the first event that was huge. They came full circle. You know, it was interesting because I had been looking for, before I went to your retreat, Mm -hmm. I had been looking for a retreat for me and Avery. Mm -hmm. And there was, it didn't really exist. Like there, I couldn't find anything that was in alignment with what I was looking for. I found like spa experiences, like you can go, you know, have these experiences with your children, but it wasn't conscious, intentional retreats. Um, that allowed for you to truly drop in with your kid and have that one-on-one experience. So um, your retreat gave me some ideas Mm -hmm. because, you know, that was centered around the four agreements. Mm -hmm. And we did the partner yoga, which was huge for me. There were a lot of beautiful insights in the partner yoga, which I loved. And then you did the body painting and then the ecstatic dance. And Mm -hmm. I was just like, oh, this would be so fun to do with Avery. My daughter (laughs) would love this. Yeah, she would have definitely loved that. Right. And I'm like, okay, like I want to find something like this, but I want to do this with her. Yeah. And it it didn't exist. So I I created it. So that was in Claremont. Let's uh, tell the people a little bit about that first event and... And their ten- the turnout of that first event, which is what's leading up to this next one. It originally started, the idea started out as a retreat. Right. It was supposed to be like a weekend retreat, one-on-one. I was going to have a personal chef cook for us every day. Um, there was going to be mommy and me yoga. There was going to be a boundaries workshop, a somatic healing workshop. And we were all going to be staying in this huge, this beautiful big house. Mm-hmm. And... We had a lot of mothers contact us and say that they wanted to go, mm. but they one they couldn't afford it at the time in the time frame that we had set it up because I literally did that in two months. Yeah. Right. Another issue that mo- that I was finding with with the mothers is they were like if they had multiple kids they couldn't afford to get childcare for longer than a night. They were like it's just. It's, I can't do that. So I made the decision at that, at that time to change the event to a one day healing event instead of a retreat so that I could open it up for all mothers and I made it affordable because when I looked up retreats for, for me and Avery and like for kids, it, I mean, it was like three grand a person. Ridiculous. I, I was like, I can't yeah. do that. Yeah. And so I wanted to make this affordable and some like an offering for the community. And yeah, that was one of the best decisions that I've made um, with this because 
it really opened the doors up for anyone and everyone to be able to make it. My intention behind it was to do the one-on-one because I feel like, especially in today's world, it's so easy to get distracted with technology. You know, we're overstimulated. We are working a lot of hours. Mm -hmm. And if you have multiple kids, it's even more difficult to get that one-on-one time. I also made that one um, specific to mothers and daughters Mm. because my inspiration was Avery to create that um, for her and I to have a space to heal together. The intention behind that event was healing the generational trauma that's passed down through the womb. And we all come from a mother and a mother is the source of the next generation. Yeah. So my idea was that if I can get through to these women, these mothers of daughters, Mm -hmm. I can teach them to heal. I can give them the tools to clear any of those blockages and start healing themselves so that that will heal generations to come. Mm -hmm. And something that I had learned that I'd found out was that, you know, our nervous system is formed in the stomach. While, you know, while, while we're pregnant, our, our child's nervous system is formed in the stomach. So any stress that a mother has in her environment while she's pregnant is passed on to the child. So if she's in a fight or flight, you know, state or a very high stress environment, that nervous system, her nervous system is getting transferred to the child. So mothers really need to be protected they need to be able to find safe, sacred spaces mm-hmm. to release, to ground, to connect back to nature with their child. And a lot of these safe, sacred spaces don't exist. So I, I encourage anyone listening, create your own. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have to be the only one, you know. Um, <laughs> I'd love to see more of them all over the place. And the feedback, wow, the feedback that we got it was it was all day yeah it was it was 12 hours <laughs> it was 9 a.m to 9 p.m Chas just wanted to like put it all in one day <laughs> listen i go bit it's like that go mentality bigger, go, go bigger go home yeah i went all in on this one um there were 50 people in attendance we had mommy and me yoga we had a tea ceremony we had a boundaries workshop um, Avery's dad led uh, the I, I led the boundaries workshop. Avery's dad led the the workshop that was called the Healing Power of Faith, Gratitude, and Forgiveness. And he mm-hmm. talked about his relationship with his mother and what he learned from her. And she's passed on, so that was really special. Yeah. Um, uh, Stephanie was the one that led the Mommy and Me Yoga. Taz led the cons- the conscious parenting. She was one of our sponsors. Mandy with the somatic healing. Mandy was amazing. She did a two-hour somatic healing workshop with just the mothers. And while she was doing that, we had the girls split off into two groups, one of which was with you <laughs> uh, for the kids' cooking class, and the other half was uh, you know outside doing the art the art class. So. That was super fun. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a jewelry making vendor, Edgy Hippie. She was amazing. Feast of Persia food truck. 
that was their first event and they were amazing that food was so good wow, I can't believe that was their first event I know and then you know we offered some vegan treats Mediterranean food throughout the day and then you know I'm a little biased because I got to lead this one but I feel like <laughs> <laughs> The very end was my favorite because the yeah. love affirmation circle is so special um, for so many reasons. And we learned so much being able to experience that together. Yeah. Just to kind of explain that for anyone listening, the love affirmation circle, we had the children all center around the fire obviously a safe distance. I was in the center, so nobody's getting burned. <laughs> um, and they were facing out towards their mothers, and the mothers made a circle facing their children. Mm-hmm. And we started with the moms, and I had the moms out loud say all the things that they were sorry for to their children. So the children are receiving all of that, all of those apologies, right? Yeah. And the energy behind that, the genuine energy behind that. I had the mothers say all the things that they were grateful for to the children so that the the daughters are all receiving that and then I had the mothers write with little we had little um, body markers on the hands love affirmations things that they love about their daughters I wanted them to write draw a picture and then explain each thing to their daughter that they were writing on them and why we're all crying at that point you know And then I switch it to the daughters. And the kids have nothing to apologize for. Our kids have nothing to apologize for. They're they're learning from us. So we set the the standard. (laughs) So I didn't make the kids apologize for anything because they're perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I had the kids, the, the girls, I had the girls tell their moms everything that they were thankful for. So, and then I had them draw on the moms, you know, all the things that they loved about their mothers. And then I had, I walked around with the microphone and I had each daughter say into the microphone what she had written on her mother. Mm-hmm. We're all crying. Yeah. I mean, people that weren't even in the circle were crying. Like the vendors were crying. <laughs> yeah, I was crying. You're crying. Everyone was, <laughs> but it was so beautiful. It's such a beautiful release. Um, and anyone listening, you can do this at home with your children. Yeah. You can do this in your living room. My daughter passed out. She was asleep and, it, <laughs> and missed it. Oh, I, I created this event for her. Yeah. Like, and, you know, she missed that part. But um, it all worked out, the per- you know, exactly as it, was, as it was supposed to. But I was able to do that with her in my living room mm. after mm. the event. And it was just as special then. Yeah as it would have been at the event. Well, and something also that we spoke on, like we reflected after the event, we had so many reflections after the event. You know, one of them was me specifically, my mom lives abroad, she lives all the way in Europe. And I'm traveling everywhere, so I don't see her too often. Thank God me and her do have a good relationship when we're always in communication, but as like in the physical one-on-one like we're not together as often as I would love and as she would love so being there and witnessing all of that and and hearing the words that were coming out of the mothers and the daughters like just made me get in their shoes and I heard everything that I was meant to hear from my mom and then I heard everything that I felt towards her being spoken through 
the daughters. Mm -hmm. And we, we came to this realization, of course, afterwards, Chas and I, even if your mother isn't with you, whether she's already passed or whether she lives in another country, you can, you can have that experience just simply witnessing and you get to experience it and it was so moving like like you don't you don't even need to have a child to do this work work exactly because you had you came from a mother mm-hmm. so anybody can do this and everybody should this is a meditation this. exactly you can literally do this in the comfort of your own home with a journal write what you would say and what exactly. you wish you would hear yeah and you can give yourself that Mm-hmm. without them even being there. Yeah. And you can sit in that energy. I mean, that is such a powerful insight and thank you so much for thank you for being here. <laughs> I'm just thank happy you. To be here. <laughs> thank you for sharing that. Um it's such a powerful insight and it's um something that I didn't even realize that I was doing with Avery's father because I had a tough relationship with my dad when I was younger Mm -hmm. and Avery's dad he is just so gentle with her and he's such an amazing father Mm -hmm. so he's her favorite and I'm so happy about that it doesn't hurt my feelings it doesn't bother me because when I look at her with him it's healing the relationship that I had with my father. Yeah. And we have a great relationship now, but I'm able to relive that through seeing their interactions mm. and putting myself in that energy. Yeah. Without even realizing I was doing that. Yeah. So, you know, and this is quantum healing. This is something that we're calling into the present moment. This is something that everyone is starting to bring into their awareness. Yep what's possible in the in the healing realm and this is another um channel that anyone can tap into at any time and clear generational trauma you know um by recreating these environments in which you need healing yeah yeah i think it's which i think is so important because we I feel like we use our past so much to like speak on, you know, the traumas that happened or all the things that went wrong, but we then have to shift that focus, right? We have to like alchemize that energy into something positive, into something that like is not giving energy of the past, but is creating more life for the future. It's not about what happened. It's how you relate to what happened that is either putting you in a state of pain or purpose. And that's the alchemy. Straight up. So needless to say, um, this first event was, I also had the honor of like being dropped off by God and like spirit. I had my complications in getting back home to Columbia at the time and my only safe space was coming into Florida and actually staying with Chas and that was just a week before the event so I on on top of all of that I was actually able to witness by surprise the experience (laughs) (laughs) and and 
and yeah and, and then also like have the privilege to lead something as well right and like share an upcoming offering that I had uh, which was the volunteer trip to Guatemala that's coming up at the end of February and to meet the kids individually like I got the chance to actually interact with them I told one of the moms actually later that that evening that it was really cool because when everybody came in you know you see you're, you're kind of just greeting everyone but you don't know these people you haven't made that like click at that point you know halfway through the event I led a conscious cooking class for just the kids each child got the chance to pretty much do something for the meal that we were having that evening so all the kids got the chance to do something at least three times so I was able to really get to know that child just through that interaction and kind of like their personality tap into a little bit about them and uh, you know I like to kind of tap into the gifts I feel like I can see through it really fast and really easy um, and so being able to witness them in that just me and them and then after that seeing who their moms were I was like oh okay like this is your child oh this is your child this is your child which was really intriguing for me mm -hmm. because instead of meeting the mom first which is usually what happens when you meet someone and you're introduced oh this is my child you meet the parent first but in reverse I was able to meet them first and then meet the mother uh, which was very interesting and, and I think like a really cool perspective that I got, you know, by just doing this, this workshop. So anyways, like I'm so grateful for being able to witness and be there. And now everything that's led up to this point, everything that, you know, Chas and I are creating right now as a team, because we were able to experience that and find so much like, um, connection like we're we're family now totally. right like there's so much trust now that has been built and within this relationship and you know we had that before like for sure no doubt we had that before it's a whole nother level but now <laughs> yeah like now that that just completely broke us open yeah even more even deeper Again, needless to say, the event was amazing. We had incredible feedback. I think you wanted to also share one of the, the testimonials. Uh, there were some really wonderful testimonials that were given after the event, and some of the, the moms just shared straight from the heart. And to add to what you just said, the fact that you were not even supposed to be here. Right, supposed, quote-unquote. Quote-unquote, yet spirit dropped you off in a little dropped you off in a little bag by the stork <laughs> just on my front doorstep and it was like here's a gift <laughs> from heaven <laughs> because lord knows i needed help and mm. to have my welcome fairy <laughs> <laughs> was so perfect and i am so grateful god <laughs> continue <laughs> dropping off those gifts on my front doorstep yes. please yeah. But yeah, so um, I'm going to share two of the messages that I received from two of the mothers before we could even send, send the survey. And to me, these were the most potent reviews. Yeah. One said, I just wanted to applaud you all for such a wonderful retreat. 
It was life-changing for both my daughter and I. I didn't realize how broken I was as a person and mom until the workshops. I didn't think that I could shed so many tears in one day. I realized that I was holding on to so much that was creating the perfect space for illness to take over my body. You all are changing lives. <laughs> Glory to God first, but yes, I'm grateful to be that channel. Yeah, definitely. Beside all of you. And then um, the second one that had came through was my daughter and I absolutely loved the healing retreat. If you have a daughter over the age of five, I 10 out of 10 recommend you go to the next one. The passion that the facilitators have for this program shines so bright. They were all very knowledgeable and so kind. They truly cared about every one of us. Looking forward to more events to come. Thank you for sharing your wisdom and love, making the world a better place. Cheers to all the moms, past, present, and future. <laughs> and how perfect. So, I mean, just the alignment of how, of you showing up when you did, right? And then um, the, the way that we even found the location for the next event. Mm, God. Right? I... Um, I went to a leadership forum called Aurea in Miami. It was created by Jackson Strong and um, Jeff Parker. Jeff Parker. And the love affirmation circle that I explained to all of you, Jeff Parker did that with the feminine and the masculine, the men and the women at the Aurea leadership forum. So that was where I had gotten the idea to do that with the mothers and daughters. He had never done that with the mothers and daughters, but that was where I had gotten that idea. So shout out to you, Jeff. So Jeff came through Orlando and invited me and Sophia to go to this regenerative farm to you know, meet Jim Gell. It was, lo and behold, 20 minutes from my house that I didn't <laughs> even know was there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Jim was one of the speakers at Aurea, mm. and I had missed Jim. I didn't see that. I didn't see his his talk, mm. so I had missed him, but I didn't. Yeah, <laughs> you know. And um, the the farm tour was beautiful. So I just love that we're able to ha like host this event on a regenerative farm as we are regenerating. We're regenerating the womb, the ground that we walk on. <laughs> she is a living, breathing entity. But how beautiful that we're learning to reconnect with nature, how we're learning that, you know, that our soil is depleted, that we're, that's why these regenerative farms are popping up all over the world. And Jim is doing a great job of bringing this to, you know, everywhere. I mean, it's global now what they're doing there. Yeah. Um, Food Forest Abundance is, is the name of their project. In just two years, I believe. It, wow. I didn't know that, but wow. Thank you. Yeah. And um, they're going to be building a children's school on their property soon where they're teaching children how to grow their own food. Wow. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to put Avery in there. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's big. It's going to be big. And so how perfect that it, the alignment of all of this for us to be able to host this event on a regenerative farm the day before Mother's Day. So perfect. And... What I did differently with this event is I'm opening it up to sons and daughters. Right. So we're going to keep it one-on-one. -on -one. Mm -hmm. 
The ages are going to be 5 to 16 for the kids. Avery put in a request for the bounce house. And so, <laughs> yeah. honestly, and looking at the bounce houses, I was getting excited. So, mm -hmm. just I can't even wait for you guys to be bopping around on that thing. I mean, the parents are going to be on it. It's a big blow-up obstacle course, jungle theme. Yeah, and it's going to be big, like taking into consideration all the things that worked for the first and all the things that want to be incorporated for the second like this one's just going to be even bigger it's going to be a hundred people um started off at as 50 for the first event and this one's second doubled. event is doubled yeah what are some things that that are going to be included in some workshops we can find so this one besides that awesome bounce house that mm. i can't wait to jump on you and me <laughs> <laughs> um it's going to be face painting uh we're going to have a dj there are going to be local food and retail vendors, mm. local musicians and artists. Um, Jim is offering a regenerative farm tour Ooh. to everyone. So exciting. Um, so exciting. We are going to have a toy exchange. So what I've noticed um, when I was trying to donate Avery's toys is a lot of places don't accept toys that have been opened. They want toys and packaging. Mm. Packaging, And I'm oh like, gosh. there's we're missing... <laughs> We're missing the point here. Kids don't <laughs> care if it's new. So I'm going to have a little tent um, for kids to bring a toy and do a little toy swap. So fun. Um, we're going to have a videographer, a photographer. Um, the workshops will be the Mommy and Me Yoga, a cacao ceremony, a community share. Because one of the things that I, I recognize is I really wanted, I want, I want this one for everyone in attendance to be able to connect with each other more. Mm -hmm. So we're going to be offering them the mic yeah. and, and allowing for them to share what's, what's coming up for them. Um, we're going to do an eye gazing workshop, which is going to be so epic. Mm -hmm. um, the love affirmations workshop and the ecstatic dance again. Wow. I mean... I wish that there was something like this when I was younger with my mom. I feel like we would have had such a better and more close relationship, mm. you know, yeah. um, if, if she would have had something like this available to her. Yeah. And going to places like this, you're connecting with like-minded individuals who are on the same journey as you, who are putting in the work, right. who are showing up. Like you said, it's the importance and intention behind the community share is like after this event, the mothers are going to have each other's support. So a lot of the times, you know, we go into these spaces and sometimes could get too overwhelming for us individually. And so we don't actually get a chance to connect with every single person that's there, that's in attendance or that maybe called attention, right? So giving the chance for each mother and each child son and daughter to connect with each other is going to be really powerful because it's going to be able to open the door for connection past the event um, which is essentially what what we want it's it's not just this and this only it's everything that can be inspired from this correct and um something that I wanted to make sure that I was doing with these events was including only local mm. companies because I really wanted, I, I want to make it, you know, local so yeah. that 
the local community can get to know one another and can connect so that they can maintain these connections outside of this space um, and continue getting together and creating their own spaces, you know, heal and grow and just flourish and expand, right? I'm so grateful and I had no idea how big this was going to become, but I prayed for a business consultant and one was sent to me. Um, It's funny, we have the same name, her name's Chastity too. (laughs) But she, I literally, for the last event, I had prayed for, you know, some guidance with that and she called me the next day. She's like, girl, (laughs) do you realize what you are creating? She's like, you need to think bigger. She said, this needs to be all over the world. And I had not even thought about going outside of Orlando. But she planted the seed and more people have been dropped off on my doorstep. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. And yeah, this is going to be a nationwide event that we will be doing all over the U.S., So drop what state you're in and where you want to see mommy and me because chances are it shall happen. Coming to a city near you. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I'm very excited. And and again, I'm so honored (laughs) to be a part of it. You know, like it's something that's been in my radar for a really long time. Honestly, I kind of told myself that even though I work with kids, I still felt like I couldn't offer certain things because I, I still wasn't a mom yet, right? So I guess Spirit had another plan putting me in these events and in these spaces and, you know, you being able to create this and now us having, you know, the trust that we have and now I'm able to be a part of this event and, and, and lead workshops and welcome you in because the welcome fairy i'm gonna be the welcome fairy and i will be there with a smile on my face to welcome every single person in to the event and get you get you prepared shake off the nerves celebrate your arrival and walk in to be able to come in with an open mind and an open heart yes Um, so i'm really really excited to to be incorporated in in this space we are grateful to have you (laughs) so grateful so grateful um and you're so good with kids I've learned so much from from you just being here you know I never really sought out babysitting or anything before I did my my mission at the children's refuge center Mm. um, in Guatemala so that was really my first experience being able to be in that space um and drop in what a cool way to to do it what a beautiful way right but um this is something that you're kind of natural at so Mm. I'm I'm grateful for that there is something that we didn't mention that's going to be very exciting for a lot of the mothers we are going to have a Thai yoga masseuse and a chair Mm. massage yep yep mm -hmm. so there's going to be some massage you know there's going to rest and recharge tent with some um, vibrational sound healing and some artwork also that will be yeah for sale so local artists so much cool offerings But also, I did want to point out that we won't give you too many details because it's still a little surprise. But if if you're listening up to this point, you're listening this far, then a really wonderful offering that will be available firsthand for the first time 
at the event and it is a offering that is currently being worked on by Chas and I. And Avery. And yeah, with I was going to say with the inspiration of Avery and her her design for the front for the front cover, we are creating a Mommy and Me healing journal. This is going to be a two book series, Mommy and Me healing journal and Mommy and Me activity journal. And of course, we want to be able to reach both mothers and fathers. Of course, the event is specifically centered around the mother, um, but we also love and respect our kings and we want to be able to offer this for the fathers. So there will be a mother edition and a father's edition, Daddy and Me. Mm. Uh, I'm really excited to, to be a part of that. But it's, yeah, do you want to share a little bit about about the journals? Yeah, I... Um... For the first event, I had purchased Mommy and Me journals, and I did some research, and I saw what was out there, and I was like, wow, let's, we need to create our own, because I wanted to make one that was conscious, yeah, and with lessons in it um, that could really just go straight for the heart, right, and open, blast open your connection with your child. It's really beautiful, the concept. There's call to action pages that really allow you to be, be interactive with your journal and it's not just like sitting down and, you know, kind of boring. It's way more interactive and fun. So excited. And it's all conscious based. It's all like tapping into your senses and tapping into your emotions and um, tapping into your intuition mm-hmm. of like don't look for the perfect answer look for what comes up and so allowing you know creating a journal that is allowing people to and, and kids primarily to focus on that and to focus on all the things that honestly we aren't really taught and there's very limited amount of books luckily now i think there's been more that have been surfacing and i'm so grateful for it that yes. you know we're not the only ones of course um but being a part of the creation of one is really exciting and on may 13th the event day the journals will be up for sale for the first time and you can do it virtual yeah it'll be ebooks and everything mm-hmm. and then following that will be an activity journal that will come later on that will be more interactive like games and arts and uh, that one's gonna be a load of fun but the healing journal will be available so really excited to offer that for you guys and to also partner together to be able to create that and kind of use two brains to Three, honestly, because whenever Chas and I can't decide on something, we'll ask Avery and she'll give her input. And the front cover was inspired by her drawing and it's going to be very personal. And in the back, we're going to also have the original drawing of Avery Mm. that she did for the front cover. Love that. Um, So exciting. I can't wait. I am literally at the edge of my seat. (laughs) <laughs> I had no idea that this was going to turn into what it's becoming and what it has already become, but I'm here for it, God. Yeah. Sign me up. <laughs> I didn't realize how many people really wanted this, and it was really special when I first announced 
the idea because I had two girlfriends call me crying mm. saying that they wished they had been able to experience something like this with their mom. Mm. And that's when I knew that it had to be done. That I had to follow through. Yeah. So I'm honored to be able to continue creating these spaces and I'm looking forward to meeting all of you that are listening. Thank you so much for for making it this far. Yeah. <laughs> Which me and Sophia, I mean, we're a blast anyways, solo, but together, my goodness. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> Two Leos. Yeah, just magic. Mm-hmm. It's magic. And to be able to share that and, and to tap into that, that fun, that energy of being a child again. And, you know, like if you can make it, please, there's a hundred spots available. Um, mothers sons and daughters. February 22nd is when we are launching this event to the public and you'll be able to see that on mommyandmehealingevent.com. And hey, it's the day before Mother's Day. What a better gift to give for a mother or to give your wife. Like I had tears in my eyes when the first the very first ticket that was sold at the first for the first event Mm -hmm. was purchased by a brother he bought it for his sister and her daughter wow they were all the way in georgia they drove wow Mm -hmm. to that event so yeah you anyone can purchase this ticket for someone that they love that they know deserves we all deserve this space we all deserve the space and we don't have to pay to go to an event to do it but this event the what it's doing for people it's worth it's worth it and the memories that you make in that space will last a lifetime and generations to come took the words right out of my mouth yeah mm. thank you so much for Honestly, all the words have been spoken. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm just happy to be here. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes. And thank you for taking the time to sit here and tell your story, to shed some tears, and to shed light on what is being created. Um, We will be linking everything below for anything that we mentioned. So thank you guys for being here and we love you. We love you. (laughs) (laughs) And you already know, catch us on the next episode of Connected Through Spirit.